Hello, people of Earth, you beautiful people. Welcome back to Fourth Cut Reviews, a movie podcast where we talk about movies we just watched. Just buds talking about movies. With me today is my co-host, my number one guy, my little apple scrapple, Chris Conforti. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. How about you? Uh, nothing much. Just watched <laughs> this incredible movie. Can't wait to talk about it. How you I'm with doing? you. I'm doing all right. I just... uh. I was watching a couple of our other Christmas movies here that we'll be reviewing. And yes. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there, there's some interesting ones in here. Mm-hmm. Depending on what, what, which, uh, you know, how we release them. There's, there's like something for everybody. I feel in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. And guys, guess what? We got another special guest. No stranger to the show returning for the second time. Chris R, or as we like to call him, the better Chris. How's it Nobody going, calls him that. <laughs> uh, Nobody I, calls I believe him everyone that. does. Just stop being bitter about it, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris, just you quit being bitter about it. This is what everyone's calling him now. So, <laughs> the better Chris. <laughs> um, I'm doing good, guys. It's, uh, I'm glad to be back and uh, glad that we can talk about some interesting movies. Yes, yes. Now... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the one that brought this movie up, right? Actually, his girlfriend did. Exactly, oh. yeah. Um, Chris and I were on the phone the other night, and uh, my girlfriend was sitting behind me, and she was looking up a list of the worst Christmas movies, which whoever wrote the list is just absolutely wrong, because they put, if not one of the best Christmas movies on there, Jingle All the Way. Um, and if wow. you don't, if you don't agree with me, fight me. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I don't know. Um, and and this was on here, and I mean, all she had to do to get me interested to watch it was saying '90s Christmas movie starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was on yes. board as soon as I saw that. I'm like on board. Have to watch it <laughs> because, of course, like being a '90s kid and. And growing up and, you know, like having Hulk Hogan be, you know, a big thing still in the 90s. Of course, you have to watch it, right? Like, of you course. just have to. Oh, you do, brother. You do. <laughs> Everybody um, was his brother. <laughs> Everybody's his brother. Now, the movie we're talking about to the audience at home listening, we are talking about Santa with Muscles. It came out in 1996, directed by... John Merlowski, um, and written by Jonathan Bond and Fred Mata. So, um, yeah, this movie, this the premise for this movie is an evil millionaire believe he is Santa Claus after an accident renders him amnesic. So, <laughs> that's the premise of this movie, sorta. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot going on in this movie. There is a, definitely a lot that is going on. You're not wrong about that. There are, like, I guess I call them like the four stooges, the uh, <laughs> like, like the the villains, like, like I don't even know what what you would call them, like the villain soldiers, the people that yes. are out there just to get their ass kicked. Right. Like it it the reminded force... me of Rita Repulsor's like yes. henchmen well, that she had. <laughs> They're like the putties. Yeah, like Goldar and then those other guys that, I don't, I don't know their names, uh, 
Gringotts or something. I don't even know. But uh, it just reminded me of, like, you had your main villain and you had, like, four or five henchmen. And you're right. They were very much like the three scooters or, or whatever. And Especially the, the doctor. The doctor is, like, the biggest... I don't even want to know. Like, maybe the biggest cataclysmic part of this movie is the doctor. Because <laughs> he's yeah. awful. <laughs> like, not, not the actor, but the character is terrible. <laughs> yes. I. So, this movie, it starts off where I'm like, oh, this seems like it might be a sweet, nice movie. Where this little girl is writing a letter to Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. Then, all of a sudden, it cuts over to Hulk Hogan. And he's in the bushes. And I was like, is he spying on his neighbor? Like, I don't understand. Or is he on a secret mission? Like, what is going on here? And then he just hops out and starts beating some some of these guys up. They're all gardeners. But yeah, they're all working in the mansion. <laughs> and the first line he says, never stop to smell the roses. <laughs> I it's, was like, oh. It's filled oh. with so many one-liners, too, which is why it's so funny. Yeah, the Hulk Hogan line delivery uh, in the in this film, like, all of his lines are just out of control. Like, so good. It's definitely, <laughs> so good. Definitely got that thick layer of 90s cheese. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And, and so he's, like, going to town on these guys in the beginning, and we find out he's training for, I'm not even sure, what is he doing it for? <laughs> I, I think he's just doing it because he's rich and he can do it. Is that, that was, what it is? That was my takeaway for it. I don't know that they never really explained it. That he has, like, ap- after, after, like, this part, he has, like, this weird thing where he's in a Jeep with, like, some people. And he, like, he's, he's, like, flicking paintballs. And then... Well- Chris, you don't play aggressive paintball that crosses over into the streets of like whatever city that you're in that would and then cause a, a police car? chase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't shoot at Clint Howard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, guess, I guess you I, don't play paintball, right? I so. suck. Yeah, I don't shoot at Clint Howard or or at police officers with paintball guns. And then, like, was that before or after he gets to this place and he's talking with like I guess his opponents? And he just shoots the guy right in the stomach. And he is just, I forget what the, the cheesy line he delivers was, but he, he was like, like, it was something stupid. Just, like, your shoelaces are untied. <laughs> it was something stupid. Yeah. Your shoelaces are untied, I, brother. He, okay, so, yeah, that's a pretty good Hulk. Um, I actually wish I wrote down all the rules Hulk Hogan was spitting out. Like, he was like, rule number 12. Don't do that, brother. You know? <laughs> Right. Oh, Blake's rules. <laughs> yeah. Rule number 18. Eat your vitamins and say your prayers. <laughs> Why is my like, face right. not bigger on this box? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he goes to the mall, right? And he's hiding from the cops in, in this garbage chute. And some some old guy starts dumping garbage down, and it's mostly like Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I laughed hysterically at this part, especially what <laughs> takes him down. Yeah, he, he like literally, it's like all the lightest stuff in this basket, and then Hulk Hogan's like, "Oh no!" and he like falls <laughs> down. It's because he he gets hit with the big Santa Claus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he, he falls down the garbage chute, comes rushing out of the bottom of it, and tumbles and goes headfirst into a dumpster, 
banging his head and he falls to the ground. And we have this <laughs> this character, uh, Lenny, who comes along. And he is probably my least favorite part of the movie. I don't know how, how you guys feel, but I wasn't really big into Lenny too much. But Lenny, is a, he grabs his wallet. He's like, oh, he probably won't need this. And then he's like, oh my gosh, it's Blake Thorne, the richest guy in 10 states. <laughs> That's a real line. Yeah, that line really got me. <laughs> <laughs> the richest guy in 10 states. I, I want to know like, what states he was talking about, though, because, I mean, he does have 50 to choose from. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I don't know. And Wyoming doesn't have that big of a population, so that's got to be one of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, he hits his head, and Winnie kind of convinces him that he's Santa Claus. Right. Which in and of itself is hysterical. Yeah. So Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. Blake Thorne, now thinks he's Santa Claus. And so they're in the mall, and they come across a line. And he's like, oh, I'm Santa. You know, like, maybe I should take pictures with these kids, I guess. And so he's, like, getting pictures with these kids. And then he sees, like, a fight kind of happening not too far off. Right. And so he's like, well, I'm, I better get involved with this brother. Right. So he walks over and just starts beating up all these guys. And I'm pretty sure one was wearing the dare shirt. So maybe he's not too bad of a guy. But like I, I there's so many like dudes just coming at him and he's like throwing them all over the place. And all the kids are like, yeah, Santa, get him, Santa. It was it was interesting. <laughs> that part. That part was really funny, too. He's like, this, yeah. And like he he picks up the one in like a gorilla press slam, like he's gonna do the ultimate warriors, like gorilla press slam. And he just like fly like flings him right through the like the I guess it's supposed to be like the the reindeer door or something. He just flings yeah. him right through it like it was nothing. And that was the guy I think that was the guy with the uh dare shirt, you know, the drugs. I mean yeah. I have to anyway. disagree with you for a little bit. And so I I don't think Lenny is the worst character in it. Although I don't like Lenny. It's hard to compete yeah. with the like some of the it's hard to compete with some of the putty guys that we talked about before. Like one guy's like one guy's like what? Like all about like rocks or something and he has like the dumbest lines and Well, they all have their own gimmick. So like the geologist has to have rock puns and then there's another guy that's obsessed with methane gas. That's the worst for whatever the whole reason. <laughs> and like he was the one that annoyed me the most because I'm if you watch you. the movie he does nothing. Like, I think no, at most right. he drives a van. Yeah. He's like, well, you gotta get Santa Claus in this And, van. like, like Miss Electric Gloves? Like, she doesn't do anything throughout the entire movie. Yeah. She just gets electrocuted. Um, <laughs> they're, like, elemental goons that don't do anything. They're, like... So, like, so EJ... These are like the five deadly ninjas before they got to be ninjas. <laughs> right. Yeah. Honestly, what, what, absolutely. what I was five, thinking, man. Or the five elements. There it is. These are the, yeah, the five, five elements before ninjas. they got good. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. I'm so We got to do that. I, I want to do one month where we just talk about uh, like Shaw Brothers uh, Kung Fu films from the 70s because... <laughs> That is my bag. I want to do it so bad. Oh, I'm with um, you. But yeah, no, these guys were just <laughs> the worst. Just so dumb. 
And then, of course, you actually have yeah. a, a decent actress in it who's very young at the time, which is actually Myla Kunis is in it. Well, yeah, I literally have in, in, in my notes, like, you know, because I always put, like, what I like, maybe love about the movie. And so one of the things that I put down for my likes, I like Hulk Hogan because he delivers these lines very much in the realm of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so that's great. But I love the weird casting of, like, Milo Kunis, who's great in this, and she's, like, 10. Ed Bigley Jr., he plays Frost, Ebner Frost. Um, yeah, that wonderful, wonderful thing at the end yeah. between those two. I, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the least established Spoiler ending alert. of all time. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, Ed Bagley Jr. and Hulk Hogan used to be friends when they were younger. Um, and if you, and then, if you didn't know it when you were watching the movie, it's because they literally just tell you this at the end. Yeah, and you're like... There's, Oh, uh, there's no right. exposition to that at all. It just shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah, and and then Garrett Morris from SNL, like the original uh, SNL cast. I, I was happy to see him in this. I like him a lot. So that's what I loved about this movie. I was like, wow, this has like some good people in it, like well-known yeah. people. I, I don't mean, know. Um, not to just blow past him either, but Don Stark played Lenny, and I mean. For those that don't know, he played Donna's dad on that 70s show. So there were actually two that 70s show alum on this. And Brenda Song was in there um, somewhere. She was, I guess, one of the little kids. There was a large, like, well-known cast to this movie, which really surprised me. Yes. Yeah, same. Because I saw that on IMDb, that Brenda Song. I was like, oh, she must have been one of the mall kids. And I missed it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, or I, somewhere along there. And I'm like, oh, I just, maybe I missed her. So I don't know. not to go off here, but just because you mentioned IMDb, uh, last night when I looked up the IMDb after I watched the movie, um, there was one very interesting credit that I was not expecting. The Wolf of Wall Street himself produced this movie, yes! Jordan Belfort. <laughs> Dude, I have that written in my notes, too. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Yes, yes. Chris, this is no joke. If you go on IMDb, it, it literally says this movie was produced. Executive producer was Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, who Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow! <laughs> in the movie Wolf of Wall Street, and this is no joke. That's a legit like trivia mm-hmm. thing. And then within the credits, his name is there, and I'm like, what is this? What is this guy's life like? How? How was he like making all this money? And he's like, you know what? Before before I get arrested for anything, I really want to put money into this movie. He did. Santa with I looked it up. He did like six of them, and a couple of them starred Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh my well, god! Well, that they have oh to be gone, of course. Yes. There's no way. That yeah. we can. I think that maybe we should just dedicate a whole month to Hulk Hogan movies. Oh my what gosh. few they are, but yes. still. <laughs> Yeah, I one I forget one was like Thunder Down Under. I I don't even remember to be honest. I I remember Nola Holds no, Guard, Suburban Commando, Suburban Commando. That's his You're best missing one. The, um, I can't remember which Three Ninjas movie it was. It was one of yes. the later ones he was into. Dude, yes, I I know exactly which one you're talking about. And uh, if we ever cover, if we need to cover that because I have this crazy story about the director of that movie, like in. It's unbelievable. I, I I I would go into it right now, but that's like something that will probably take like ten minutes of itself. Needs a whole, to go into. Needs a whole episode for it. 
it, yeah, you, we have to do a whole episode on that because, oh my God, oh my God. Like that director's life, it, it's, oh my gosh, it's crazy. But yeah, no, this movie, <laughs> I, when I saw that in the trivia about Jordan Belfort, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, what? I would never put this, that guy along with this movie ever. <laughs> like, no way. That guy should not be around kids. Uh, but yeah, no, so we have where, you know, eventually Lenny takes uh, Hulk Hogan, who thinks he's Santa Claus now, to this orphanage, right? And the orphanage is like, can you help us? This evil man wants to shut us down so he can build something I mean, there. It's very common in the yeah. 90s, don't forget. I mean, like, yes. this just happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy with these goons, uh, elemental goons of scientists want to take over our orphanage for some fucking reason. I don't know. But yeah, and then Hulk Hogan's like, sure, I'll, I'll help, you know? <laughs> it's it's insane. But when they're at the orphanage, and it's the next morning, and she's like, oh, Santa, your beard. He's like, oh, I, I, uh, Mrs. Claus says it's itchy, right? So I, I, I just wear it for deliveries. And she's like, oh, Okay, right? <laughs> and he sits down at the table, and this is probably legitimately like my favorite scene in the movie the slow motion scene of Hulk Hogan drinking milk oh, yeah. <laughs> to the music of 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> and it was just. Incredible. I loved it. I, 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 for like a brief second, was... I was questioning myself if Ric Flair was going to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, it's like, I'm like, it was so fascinating. I But Lenny was having like this fantasy about him drinking milk because he wanted to get the fingerprints from the glass and, and use it to uh, take money out of his ATM, right? I think that's what it was yeah. for. So I was like, withdraw all the money from his Yeah, bank. he was trying to like pick them clean. Um, and then they do like this really right. dumb thing where he finally gets, like, this fingerprint, and he's so happy, and he puts it on there, and then, like, a voice over an ATM, which I don't even think that ATMs today do this, they're like, oh, that is a good fingerprint. That is your right hand. What we actually need is your left hand. It's like, what? Like, what are you (laughs) talking about? The scene was literally just shy of having a horn going, wah, 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 in the background. (laughs) Yeah, I wish that they did that. <laughs> like, if, I I would love to see a movie that's so yes. self aware that literally does that and just puts that in there because I would I would definitely mark out. I would I would have cracked up if that yes. happened. Of course, if that scene wasn't bad enough, the five elemental idiots come in and ruin it. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, and then they and then they yeah, like so they, then they establish or, or I don't even know. So they they don't even establish it. Like, this movie just is very off the cusp. Usually, there's, like, an establishment of something, and then it comes back later on. Right. This is just like, hey, we're here. You owe us money. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Chris so, R. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Like, just to touch yeah. on that a little bit, like, earlier in the movie, they established that Lenny owes the bad millionaire it really sounded like 50 bucks because he was making excuses. A woman walks by and says 50 bucks to whoever can find me Santa. And he's like, that solves my problems, which I I don't know anyone that'll 
send someone out to break your legs over 50 bucks. <laughs> but I thought that was a little weird. And then, like, they just kind of let that slide for almost half the movie before they even bring it back up. <laughs> Lenny was in deep. He was, like, deep $50, man. <laughs> he, he was facing some troubles. Yeah, no, and I, I just feel like, yeah, after The Orphanage, this movie does take a long time to get to I the just got end. a good I got a good thing um, that we have to post now. Remember that 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 the old that? fisherman like fishing out a dollar? We we gotta replace that with Lenny <laughs> where he's like trying to get the fifty dollars from the fisherman. It's like whoop too slow. <laughs> yeah. There it, it is. Up too yeah, slow. No, and the, uh, the goons show up in the orphanage, they take all the kids, you know, and the best part is they bust through the wall, right? And the one kid, I think it was on Malcolm in the Middle. He looks super was, familiar to me. Um, and I couldn't... Yes, okay. I forget his name I, at the I, moment. I, it, it escapes me. But he, uh, he was one of the side characters on Malcolm in the Middle. If it's, yes. if it's a kid I, that I, I think him. it is, he's also in Child's Play 2. Yes. Yes, he is. It is Adam You're Wiley. Right. Yeah, he's, he's in Child's Play 2. Adam too. Wiley. Yeah, he gives another great line in this. Wait until Santa hears about this. He'll kick your butt till New Year's. Um, I was like, yeah, he gets it. <laughs> I like that kid. <laughs> he knows what's up with Hulk Hogan. Um, oh, I, then you gotta love this. In in the whole climax of the movie, like in the one of the rare times that Hulk Hogan looks like he's about to be overpowered by somebody. So like the the, the yeah. kung fu guy just like rips off his shirt. And this is a big guy, and Hulk Hogan like cheats, which now is kind of what Hulk Hogan would oh. do. Now, Chris, do you know who that yeah. big guy was though? Little I IMDb not. quiz here. He was another wrestler. Oh, I know. He's a wrestler. Yes. Yep. It wasn't. Yes. I, I'll give you a hint. Scissors. Brutus Beefcake. Yep. Yep. Really? That didn't yep. look anything like Beefcake. Brutus the Barber. No, it didn't at all. I I was actually like. That was him. I was well, him is, the that exact makes same thing. That makes sense because him and Hogan yeah. were always really close friends. But man, that didn't look anything like Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, yeah. No, when when they're in, uh, I guess a, it looks like a church almost, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he comes in and he rips his, off his shirt and he's like, Aah! and he's ready to like fight Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan just steps on a pew. And- <laughs> And it, it's like almost like a cartoon. It just like <laughs> lifts the pew up and it hits Brutus the beefcake in the face. And he just like falls over and knocks out. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's oh, that, that would have been an interesting fight. But I okay. mean, that uh, was pretty much what happened cool. to Brutus beefcake in his wrestling career, too. He wasn't like the best. So. Yeah. And immediately after you have like the, the shocker girl. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and. She's like about to, you know, she's like, you wouldn't hit a girl, would you? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Like, the weird thing is, Hulk Hogan actually shrugs, like, maybe I would. <laughs> I was like, wow. wow, okay, all right. But here comes Lenny. Lenny throws Lenny electrocutes her. On her. He electrocutes her to death. I'm pretty sure she died. And Lenny comes down, like, hey, I'm your best friend again, right? And he's like, sure, he's like, man. He's like, we don't have to hug, right? And Hulk Hogan is just like looking at him like, are we almost done with this movie? <laughs> Lenny's like, I knew it was you all the time. So here's your wallet. I didn't take anything, I swear. It's all there. It's all accounted yes. for. And we're like, I couldn't. 
Right. Like, I can't go on anymore. I could not go on without you. I took a little bit of money, which is $50. (laughs) I took that $50, but don't worry. That's all I took. That's all I needed. But yeah, no, so... All right, let's get into... Uh, so the, they wrap this movie up, finally, right? So Hulk Hogan fights his way through the, these evil elemental scientists and then eventually fighting um, Abner Frost, played by Ed Bagley Jr. Um, and it turns out we get this huge plot <laughs> reveal or <laughs> story reveal that him and Hulk Hogan actually went to the same orphanage that... He's trying to take over now that Hulk Hogan just happens to be hanging out at and <laughs> I just came across with Lenny who brought him there for why? I don't know. But uh, it turns out at Big Lee Jr. and Hulk Hogan grew up in this orphanage. Hulk Hogan went off and he became a millionaire at Big Lee Jr. He was like, I had to rob and cheat and steal to get where I am. I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. And <laughs> I was like, that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I what did you guys think of that plot? <laughs> it not so, needed, not necessary, and really, 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 really rushed. Like there was no I, I, I don't think that there were I mean, maybe you you guys saw it a little bit more recently than I did. Was there any type of hint at all that Hulk Hogan grew up in an orphanage? Or did did I just so, shove that in our mouth the last two minutes? No, there were two hints earlier in the movie, but they weren't, like, blatant. Uh, Miles Garrett's character, uh, while Hulk still has amnesia, looks at him and says uh, something along the lines of, like, I'm proud of you. Um, And then after that, the entire reason why they go to the orphanage is because Hulk Hogan, through, for whatever reason in his amnesia, just feels drawn to it. And I, I feel like... The reason they did this was to just kind of write their way out of some plot holes. <laughs> like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like that wasn't intentional. Like, they got up to that point and they're like, oh, well, we said this and did this. And, like, we had Hulk do this and there's no real reason for it. So what's the only way we could explain all of this? Uh, Let's make him be here before with his friend who's also the bad guy. <laughs> and, like... Yes. They're, when yeah. they're talking about this, right? It's it's one character that's talking about it, and he's like, "I knew it was you." And I'm like, "Okay, Hulk Hogan like looks like a very specific type of person. I'm not sure that he would have looked like Hulk Hogan when he was in the orphanage, though. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, there, like, yeah. there's, there's, there's not a lot of times where you could look at like a two year old and be like, "Oh, I know what that kid is like walking around the street." <laughs> But this guy's like, got you. This guy's like, I knew it was you all along. Yes. <laughs> it was just so, yeah, I felt like it, for me, it was just out of the blue. Like they're sitting down um, and he's talking to Hulk Hogan, Garrett Morris. And he's just like, yeah, uh, you don't, you don't remember. He's like, uh, Ebner Frost used to go to this orphanage too with you. And he's like, Oh wow, brother! You know that's like, an awesome story, brother. <laughs> yeah, but I I have to I do have to say Hulk Hogan uh, was definitely in his peak like physical condition here. Like he looked great. actually no, um, I don't think he was. And, yeah, I, I was gonna say I thought he scandal. He he's yeah, definitely I thought he not looked kind of small. 
Yeah, he's not massive at all. Oh. Now, again, small could just be through, you know, wrestling camera tricks, shooting at a lower angle, making them look bigger compared to and making them actually have to be in a normal size compared to everyone else, you know? Well, this is definitely right. after I, yeah. the Ico Pro scandal, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's when he started, like, you know, he, he started transforming from giant in the 80s. Now he's into the this 22-inch pythons. Yeah. He's like, let me tell right. you something, Clayton. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to kick this bad guy's butt, brother. <laughs> yeah, I... Can you just imagine this for a second? That there was probably numerous meetings between Jordan Belfort and uh, My Hulk God. Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? I would love to be a fly on the wall, just like listen to those two talk <laughs> for just like a minute. Just be like, what, what is, uh, what's that conversation? Yeah, what, yeah, what did they talk you know about? I mean? <laughs> I'm going to play Santa, brother. Okay, brother. <laughs> Jordan Belfort's like, we're gonna have you in an orphanage, man. An orphanage. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, I, can't, I just can't get over the thought of those two just hanging out. Like, oh my gosh. So, okay, let, so let's anyways. let's think about this here. Let's let's put our our wrestling shoes on here for a second. In nineteen ninety six, what was Hulk Hogan doing? I know he was in WCW. That's definite. Was he in the NWO at that point? Uh <clears throat> I, I think at, well, you, if this came out in 96, you probably filmed it like 95, maybe, you know? So I think Hogan joined in 96, he did, right? uh, I believe it was at the Bash at the Beach from what I'm seeing, which was in July. So, so just think oh, about this here. This is July this big turn, and he's now going heel. That's a wrestling term for going bad. And... Out comes this movie of him as Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like that would just... Yeah. If, if I was, like, a wrestler, and back then you had a lot more freedom to do what you wanted to do, I feel like I'd be talking about that every single night. I'd be like, oh, well, here we go. We have Hulk Hogan over here, so freaking tough over here. He's playing Santa Claus in a movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and his shtick, like, that he went to, you know, instead of Hulkamania, Hulk Hogan, he went to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. So he was banking on the fact, like, Santa Claus with muscles <laughs> might make some good money. It's like The Rock comes back. He has, like, this... Wow. The Rock comes back. He has, like, this wonderful, like, Hollywood angle. And every person that's done that since has, like, failed. But now if you want to go predate that, now it looks even worse. <laughs> Hogan comes back and he's like, I'm Hollywood Brothers, <laughs> Santa with muscles. Yeah. He's, like, he's out there being like, I'm Hollywood Brother. And then he's like, I just picture him watching the dailies, right? Like, and going, Oh, yeah. Oh, and reading the reviews yeah. of getting crushed. I'm big time. <laughs> I'm the next Sylvester Stallone, brother. Eat your heart out, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's get to the rating of this. Um unless you guys have anything else No, I'm pretty good. The only other thing I want to say is um, with the the elemental ninja guys. I I I don't know that there was ever something so fitting than like the methane gas guy. They throw like stink gas in there and they throw like laughing gas in there. 
And, it, and like, they actually have it come back yeah. at the end, which is weird. They, they finally actually know how mm-hmm. to do that. It comes back at the end because they throw all of them in this, like, van. And, like, the scientist is like, you gotta let me yes. out. And there's, like, a five-second pause. And then he just does, like, the weirdest look. And he's like, it stinks! <laughs> it stinks! He was a delight. No, okay, so let's do ratings. Uh, so, Chris R., what do you give uh, this movie? Honestly, I'm going to have to give it a five and a half, six. It, wow. it was enjoyable. I, I did like the movie. Um, now, I wouldn't say that this is by any means cinema gold. Um, but I can understand why people would want to come back and this would be a Hollywood movie, especially people our age, 90s kids, looking back at this fondly. It definitely does have that lens of a 90s movie um, where it just feels nostalgic. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can, I can definitely agree with that. I absolutely agree with it, sure. too. I think my um, rating is, is a little bit lower, but I, 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 I just think it's a very good... It's a movie that I I won't ever seek it out again, if that makes sense. But if I saw it on TV, I'd probably watch it. It's not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. And it's certainly not as bad as what... Like, if you go on to IMDb and you look at some of these critics' reviews or just, like, user... Like, you know, like, everyday users, they're, like, blasting the movie. And I don't necessarily know that I could go there. I've definitely have reviewed worst movies on the show i actually i'm like mm, i'm giving it a four and a half that's yeah i'm giving it four and a half wow yeah i'm actually gonna oh my my rating is a little lower than your guys but i went with a 3.7 wow yeah yeah i and i this would be i wouldn't revisit the whole movie i like the first half hour is very solid. Like I really enjoyed it because all the best lines are pretty much in that first half hour. I would recommend watching this if, if there was a super cut of just Hulk Hogan <laughs> lines, like rule number twelve. I, I would I would be like, okay, yeah, watch that on YouTube, and you can skip the movie. But um, I don't know. I would say yeah, you can check this movie out for sure. It's free on Vudu right now. I don't know if I would revisit it. Maybe maybe just the first half hour just to hear all the rules and try to live. I, like I said, rules. I feel like I, it's not a movie that I would be like <laughs> next Christmas. Oh, I have to watch this movie. But if I ever saw it on TV or if I didn't have anything else to do and I was just scrolling through voodoo and I saw it in Christmas time, I might be inclined to hit play again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch it. Cause it might be something that down the road, I might just be like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to see that again. Get like that little shot of of 90s nostalgia and cheese from I mean it's essentially just a 90s kids kids Christmas movie that was really yeah. trying to be an action movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh I absolutely agree. And Guys, Jordan Belfort worked on this movie, so that's another plus to watch me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Now, Chris Howard, do you have anything? Uh, Honestly, this week uh, there is one thing. Uh, One of my coworkers, he's been working really hard on a music project of his called "Breaking the Relapse." If you like metal music, I would definitely recommend checking it out. and I believe he does most of, if not all of the stuff completely himself. Um, 
and he puts a lot of time and effort into it. I think he deserves a shout out. Awesome. Awesome. Heck yeah. Well, I'll definitely check it out. All right, you um, just follow us on you, Instagram, Fourth Cut Reviews. Uh, you can, if you follow us there, you'd be able to engage with our polling. Uh, you'll definitely be able to see a picture of Lenny trying to grab 50 bucks from a fisherman. You're going to see a lot of cool things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't wait for that picture, actually. I'm super excited. Um, yeah. And then, guys, all I have, I have to plug my friend's band because he's a big wrestling fan. Uh, so I want to plug the band E57. Uh, you can find them on Spotify um or wherever you find music you you could find this stuff uh he's the bass player in the band his name's chris here and we call him doc and uh yeah i would like to throw a plug his way because so he's a big wrestling fan here's something <laughs> so... chris i have to get you to it's so actually it's it's another chris which is even weirder now that there's two chris here talking on the show but this is who we call doc if i write you a lyric for a song, Santa with Muscles, will you guys sing this? I feel like like yeah. E fifty seven needs a song, Santa with Muscles. Yes, yes, I absolutely agree. I dude, send him a message. Be like, yo, I, we talked about you on this pod, like this episode, and <laughs> like our listeners are waiting. Song, and I, I guarantee Doc would probably put like something on Instagram, like either dress up as Hulk Hogan. And play bass. I don't know. You would do. You would probably do something. for sure. And uh, yeah. Well, guys. With that being said. Oh wait, wait, wait. There's um. Also, Chris is going to share the time he dressed up. That's not happening. Hulk Hogan. On our first I, cut. I reviews. think it should happen, man. As yeah. someone that's seen it, the world needs to know. Yeah. Uh, he's going to share. I am definitely not doing. I can assure you that that is definitely not happening. <laughs> And uh, we were on our way to go see Extreme Rules in in New Jersey, and Chris uh, cosplayed as Hulk Hogan. And on the way, we made a few stops, and he was giving out promos for. No, uh, that was the greatest thing because there was like four people just sitting there watching me cut this promo. I remember there was like four people just sitting there (laughs) watching me. Like you're gonna go to the Uni Mart, man. You're gonna have the subs now, and then, like they're just looking and laughing, <laughs> like busting out laughing. Yeah, they're like, what is going on? I have one and... important question for you guys. I don't mean to cut you off, EJ, but oh, I no, I no, feel like okay. I I cut need to off. know your guys' opinion on this. Do you think Santa with muscles would have been better or worse if Santa with muscles was played by the Macho Man Randy Savage himself? Oh, I, I agree. Worse. Better. I'm going worse. Yeah. I, oh, come on. Well, hold on. What? Macho Man is better, but no. I don't know that I would be laughing at the lines by the Macho Man that like he was delivering like the rules as much as I was with Hulk Hogan. I mean, you just have to replace every brother oh, with, yeah. ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he did that, I'd probably laugh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Rule number five. Yeah. I, guess, I could see it being... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never stooped. Smell the roses. Oh yeah, <laughs> the guy's like the guy stealing the orphan. So like, he's like, yeah. "What are you doing over there? <laughs> you ain't going nowhere." Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing up there? Got you for three uh, minutes. So... <laughs> um, but yes, guys, thank you 
all for tuning in and listening to our podcast, Santa with Muscles. And with that, everyone have a great day. Okay, night. you Chris are listening to Fourth Cut Reviews, A Cut Above the Rest. <laughs>